Elocutionist who decided, with what must have been balls the size of Mars, to call this accent good speech. Here's a quote from her 1942 book, Speak with Distinction. Good speech is hard to define, but easy to recognize when we hear it. Good speech is a dialect of North American English that is free from regional characteristics, recognizably North American, yet suitable for classic texts effortlessly articulated and easily understood in the last rows of a theater. Skinner is now woefully outdated, and many of her ideas are so contrary to the way modern linguists think that her books are no longer taught. To find a copy of Speak with Distinction, I had to hunt through a performing arts library in New York City's Lincoln Center Plaza. She's what's now known as a linguistic prescriptivist, meaning that she believed that some variations of English are flat-out superior to others, and should be taught and valued as such. I mean, come on, she named this accent good speech. Her influence was felt in filmmaking in a very roundabout way. Film began in New York, only moving en masse to Los Angeles in the mid-1910s. Skinner was born in New Brunswick, Canada, but studied linguistics at Columbia and taught drama for many years at Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh and Juilliard in New York City, all highly elite schools. It was in the Northeast that she created Speak with Distinction, an insanely thorough linguistic text, full of specific ways to pronounce thousands of different words, diagrams, lessons on the international phonetic alphabet, and exercises for drama students. Yep, drama. By this point, movies with sound had begun to hit theaters, and then came the disastrous story of Clara Bow. Bow was one of the silent film era's biggest stars, a master of exaggerated expressions. When the talkies came along, audiences heard her voice for the first time, and it was a nasal, honking, Brooklyn accent. Though the idea that speaking roles killed her career in film is not entirely accurate. There were plenty of other factors, ranging from drug problems to insane pressures of film studios. It's certainly true that her career took a nosedive around the time audiences heard her voice, possibly creating a cautionary tale for newly heard actors. It's now the 1930s, and Edith Skinner is Hollywood's go-to advisor for all things speech-related. And Edith Skinner has extremely strong opinions, bred in the elite universities of the Northeast, about how exactly people should speak. So she forced her own good speech accent on stars and other voice coaches, and soon her accent became the most popular accent in Hollywood. Speak with distinction is incredibly dense, but it's also very thorough. You can see very clearly, right there on the beat-up pages, why Katherine Hepburn speaks the way she does. In good speech, all vowel sounds are oral sounds, to be made with the soft palate raised. Thus, the breath flows out through the mouth only, rather than through the mouth and nose, she writes. She capitalizes things a lot. Each vowel sound is called pure sound, and the slightest movement or change in any of the organs of speech during the formation of a vowel will mar its purity resulting in diphthongization. She demands that the R sounds be dropped. She demands that the A ah sound, as in chance, should be halfway between the American A ah and the British ah. Interestingly, this is very different than the typical New England accent today, which is highly fronted, meaning that the vowel sound is made with the tongue very close to the teeth, in words like father. The British and mid-Atlantic vowel is pronounced with the tongue much further back. She requires that all T sounds be precisely enunciated. Butter cannot sound like butter, as it mostly does in the U.S. Words beginning with must be given a guttural hacking noise. So what 
sounds more like what. She bans all glottal stops, the cessation of air when you say, uh-oh, as in this phrase, direct from her book. Oh, Eaton, he'd even have eels for Edith Healy. Go ahead, try to say that without any glottal stops. It's enormously difficult. She cracks down on the most obvious of regional cues, railing against what is now called the pin-pen merger. Today, the pin-pen merger, in which the word pen sounds like pin, is a very easy indicator that a speaker is from the American South. Yick, the South. That will not do for Edith Skinner. Because Skinner was so influential and her good speech was so prominent in movies, it began to leak out into the drama world at large. Other teachers began teaching it. In fact, even up till just a few decades ago, this accent, now called Mid-Atlantic, was being taught in drama schools. Jay Bird Obersky, who teaches acting at Duke University, got...